this opportunity to come into your presence just one more time, Lord. Lord, now we just continue to lift up our pastor, our shepherd of this house to you, Father. Uh, we just ask that you would just continue to keep your hedge of protection around he and his family, Lord. We know the devil is busy, but you're much busier, Father. And we know everything happens for a reason, so we just thank you right now, Lord. Lord, now I just ask that you would just speak to me and through me, that I may deliver your message to your people, Father, that you would just allow them to open up their hearts and their minds and be receptive of your message today, Father, for you do have a message for your people. This is our prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Well, first and foremost, giving honor to God, Pastor Pickett in his absence, my fellow clergy of the gospel, deacons, family, and friends, and of course, I always like to recognize my wife who 8 o'clock is early for her, y'all. I'm just going to tell you, we, we working on it. Amen. I told her I like when she come here at 8 o'clock service with me. Amen. So we'll see. And, of course, my mom, I, I was telling uh, some folks the other day, and I, and I tell my sister, I say it's nice when I can stand in the pulpit and I look to my right and I see my mom and I look to the left and I see my baby brother over there. But then my baby brother's in usher in charge of my mom. So, but just, <laughs> but y'all know how that go, though. Amen. Amen. Uh, our scripture for today comes out of John 15, 1 through 16, as Dr. Harris has read so elegantly. So I won't go through that, um, go back through um, all 16, but I do want to read a few of the verses, 15 and 1. It says, here is Jesus is speaking, and it, and it is so powerful. He says that I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Then he says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. And then in verse 4, he says, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine. Neither can you unless you Abide in me. Amen. The title for today's sermon is Staying Connected to the Source. Staying Connected to the Source. Can y'all say that with me? Staying Connected to the Source. You know, God does everything for a reason. And I hadn't, you know, I, 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 over the last month or so, I was really struggling because I had not felt that God had given me anything to speak about or, or preach about and, and a couple of times and I told this to um, a Wednesday night Bible study said that um, you know my, my name we, we, we on a, we're on a, a schedule to preach and, and I just I just did not have anything and so when my time came to preach I never want to you know I never want to get up here and just preach to you something thus says Pastor Stephen if God hasn't given me anything I would just rather acquiesce and sit back and let one of my other fellow clergies come up and do what thus says the Lord and so I just felt that there was nothing there he was giving me at that time it's not that anything was happening I just felt that I just did not have nothing he was saying to me to say to his people amen so so I I, I waited patiently on him and it was pretty interesting uh, uh he gave me a topic a couple of weeks ago, though, and, and, and I just 
I always talk about it in my my um, voice recorder in my phone. And then all of a sudden, Pastor asked me if I could do Bible study. And I did a Bible study on this very topic. And I thought, well, Lord, okay, that's what you were doing. You were setting that up for Bible study, not knowing that not only Bible study, but also, you know, Sunday morning service. Uh, he wanted this message to resonate because I got a call from Pastor. And all of you know, Pastor had a, uh, a little spill and got, got hurt. And he's all, he's all right and recovering. But I got a call last night and he said, are you, can you, you know, you fill in and preach. And of course, God has already given me this message. And I said, oh, sure. I, you know, I got it, even though I was up to about 3.30 a.m. this morning, amen, finalizing it. But God is good like that. So, 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 so this, this topic is something that God has truly, truly given me to give to you. And it's going to, I just know, minister to someone out there, if nobody else but me. So as we start, I always like to do, I like to give an overview of the book of that I'm going to be speaking out of. And so John, the gospel of John is written to provide evidence that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the son of God. You see, John was one of the three very close disciples that were in Jesus in a circle. You know, you have your circle and then you got a circle inside that circle with, with your circle. You may have 10 people, but that inner circle, you may have one or two where Jesus had three. Amen. So Now, John was written around A.D. 90, and John tells us that he wrote this gospel so that we may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that he, by believing in him, we will have life, listen to this, by the power of his name. That's in John 20 and 31. You see, we live in a time now, a time and age where electricity is needed for us to do just about anything. You see, without electricity, the normalcy of life becomes abnormal. We depend on power from electricity to help keep order. Some of you can remember when the lights went out in New York City in the 70s. It had chaos, looting, and burning. We have truly become a country and a world dependent on the daily flow of electrical power in our homes, on our jobs, in our cars, and even in our churches. Amen? Let let, let me put it like this. If the power went out here, especially in the middle of summer, here in Good Hope, if the power would would, would go out, we would be hard-pressed to hear the word because we would be too busy trying to keep cool. Amen? You know, these windows don't open. Amen? So you see, when the power goes out, what used to be routine and comfortable what used to be routine and comfortable becomes rough and uncomfortable. In fact, if the power goes out, the first thing we find ourselves doing is checking the fuse box. Then we check our electric bill to make sure we paid that. And then we and then we call the electric company and we expect them to send someone to get us reconnected to get our power back on. Amen. The source, and the thing about it is the source of the power, the source of the power didn't go anywhere. There was just a disconnect or disruption in the line. Amen? You you see, in the Old Testament, the nation of Israel was portrayed as a vine planted by God himself. Amen? But Israel proved unfaithful, unreliable, and most of all, unfruitful. Amen? Amen? You see, after spending his time cultivating the ground, planting the vine, and watering the vineyard, 
God was looking for a harvest or return of obedience, caring and committed Christians who was obedient and loving. But what did he get? Instead, the scripture tells us in Isaiah, instead he got in return, he got sour, something like sour grapes. He got rebellion and rejection. He got wild grapes. Amen. God even went further. He, 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 he tried to, he wanted to understand, I spent all my time, you know, in this vineyard. So he wanted to understand what went wrong. So, 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 so he, 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 he asked, you see, after spending all of that time, he went even further and asked Judah, what more could I have done? Look, I cultivated the ground. I put some fertilizer in there. I fed, you know, I did everything I could do. But I still got wild grapes. I got sour grapes. Amen. Uh, 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 So he asked Judah, what more could I have done to have gotten a better return on my investment? Because of the bad return on his investment, God had to do what? He sent a replacement. Amen. One that he knew that mankind could not could not change. Amen. So we find in John 316, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He had to send a replacement, amen, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that that brings us to John 15 and 1. Jesus is speaking, and he starts out just so that there's no confusion. And I, and I like this when Jesus is, is talking. I know in the Bible, in your Bibles, it's, all, it's always in red when Jesus is speaking. But in this particular, uh, uh, in this particular book of John, Jesus purposely started out uh, with the words, I am. You see, he said, you see, I am uh, is one of the many names that, uh, of, of Jesus. This I am in chapter 15 is the last I am in the gospel of John. You see, throughout the book of John, Jesus uses I am. For instance, he says, I am the bread of life, John 6, 35 and 48. I am the light of the world, John 8 and 12. I am the door, John 10 and 7 and 10 and 9. He says, I am the good shepherd, John 10 and 11 and 10 and 14. And then he goes on to say, I am the resurrection and the life in John 11 25 and then he says I am the way John 14 and 6 and here in John 15 and 1 he says not only am I the vine but I am the true vine I need you to get that right now uh, he said uh, I, there are a whole lot of other vines out there you that may be claiming that they are the vine but I am the true vine there's a difference between being the true vine and just one of the many vines in the so in, in, in the in the vineyard amen and let me give you a, a footnote here on the significance of of Jesus name I am you see the significance is that Jesus that I am it, it lets us know that Jesus existed before his human life here on earth amen I, I, I know that's gonna maybe mess somebody up but Jesus said to them most surely I say to you before Abraham this is what he said in John 8, 58. Before Abraham, he said, I am. Amen. I need you to get this because it's going to help you tie into the source. You see, just in case you're wondering what the source is, the source is God and the connection is Jesus. Amen. Let me say that uh, one more time. The source is G-O-D and the connection is J-E-S-U-S. Amen. You, you see, I found in my I found this in my research and it stresses it stresses. And all these statements of I am were predicates or 
included is not solely on the I because the predicate in each instance tells something about what Jesus is in relationship to mankind. Each affirmation tells something of what was involved in the Father sending the Son into the world. Jesus appeared in this statement as the source of eternal life. That's the resurrection, the life, and the vine. As the mean of entry into the life, the door, and the way. As the guide to who leads people to life, the shepherd. And as the source of nourishment for eternal life, the bread. And as the illumination which lights the way in darkness, which is Delight. So the bottom line here, uh, we may stay connected to the source through Jesus Christ. Amen. Verse 15 and 1 tells us uh, that he is the true vine and God is the vine dresser. Now, now I, I, I know I read that and I, I had to just just go to my to my studies and, 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 and research what a vine dresser is. And I so then I wanted to look and see, well, modern day 21st century what is the job description of a vine dresser, amen? So a vine dresser, by definition, is an agriculturalist involved in the daily pruning and cultivating of grapevines. You got that in the daily pruning? It said daily pruning and cultivating of grapevine. This is a century-old profession mentioned in the Bible that is an important component of the product of wine and other grapes grape-derived products, amen? So I want to make sure I paint the picture for you correctly. In verse 2, Jesus states that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he, talking about God, the vine dresser, takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that, and it may, so it may have, uh, bear more fruit, amen? And I know I have some I have some pruners in here, amen, that, and we had the, the, the discussion yesterday at the Brotherhood about pruning trees, amen, and, and, and there's a technique in the pruning tree. Now, there's a difference between pruning and there's a difference between cutting off, amen, and, and, and the vine dresser did both. He cut off that which was not producing fruit, and those that had little issues here and there, he did some little pruning around them, amen, I, I just need you to... Uh, 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 get that now listen there's a debate throughout some theological circles on on just who Jesus is referring to as the branches that do not bear fruit and and get removed and cast away here Jesus is talking about those who profess to be Christians but are not amen I, I need you to understand this because anytime we we preach this 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 word we have to make sure we're talking about salvation, but we, well, well, Pastor, I, I thought you couldn't lose your salvation. You're right. You can't lose your salvation, but if you never had it, uh, uh, you can't lose it. Amen. And that's what they're talking about here. For those those who are cutting off, they profess to be one thing, but they're just like Judas who professed to be one of Jesus' disciples and follow him. And Satan, uh, they were just pretending to be what they were. Amen. So they are cut off amen so what god does uh, uh, he comes through the vineyard and i like this you know he he doesn't come through haphazardly with his sickle or his pruning shears and just starts the cutting he does it very meticulously when he goes through he prunes the vines that are struggling to bear good fruit you know we we, we, we he, he knew we wasn't 
perfect when he when he made us. He knew we 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 gonna we we gonna backslide every now and then, or we may have some sin. But as long as we're connected to the source, you you, you got to understand. As long as we're plugged into the source, which is Jesus, he, he, he because he sent him. Remember, he sent the true vine. It, he tried it with, with, with mankind, and they kept messing it up, but he sent the true vine. And as long as we're connected through Jesus to, uh, to, uh, to, the, to, the, to the vine, uh, 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 we have another chance to get that, that thing right. Amen? So, and it says he cuts off the obstructed parts. He removed the dead branches to encourage growth. Now, we know what happens when you leave. And I got a rose, a pretty high rose bush at the house, and I, and I notice when I don't go through once the roses have bloomed and they're, they're, they're beautiful, but when they die, if I don't leave, if I don't go and cut those off, or if I don't remove them, you can see the stem from the rose begins to die, and then it begins to go into the, the main branches, so you have to go in and you have to cut off those dead pieces because it's not going to produce any more roses, but if you cut it off and you wait a little while, some new roses will grow there. It's the same analogy that Jesus was using here in the vineyard, amen. You got to cut off the dead in order to let something new grow, and you got to trim up or prune those that are, uh, uh, that are producing fruit uh, but just not that much fruit, amen. Uh, that's, that, 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 that God got that thing locked down, amen. So he moves the dead branches to encourage growth. We have to ask ourselves the question, am I bearing good fruit? Now, 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 you may be bearing fruit, but is your fruit any good? You know, the worst thing you can do is go pick a bunch of grapes and then you taste them and then they're no good because you're just going to throw them away, amen? So we, we, when we stay connected or reconnect to the source, God removes all the unnecessary excess and deadness from around us so that we can grow and produce good fruit and I, I i need you to get that now because you can think you're producing fruit and you may be but if your fruit is no good nobody's gonna buy it amen and so so that's 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 important jesus tells us how to stay connected to the source and i'm gonna highlight just three ways in which jesus provides the blueprint on how to stay connected or reconnect to the source and i need you to get this and then i'm gonna take my seat first jesus tells us and i love this he says if we abide that word abide meaning stay and meaning to stay where you are in him he will remain in us as a branch it's critical that we may stay connected to the vine amen when a branch becomes disconnected from the vine which it draws its life from it will not produce anything and eventually it dies jesus is saying stay connected to me and i will stay connected to you providing you with all that you need that's the key right there my brothers and sisters he's saying listen listen once you get disconnected from me it gives the devil the opportunity to kill off the rest of you amen but if you just stay connected to me i understand you might slip slumber or sleep sometime but you know what as long as you're connected to me through through uh, uh, through my my child my son jesus you're still connected to me and god you still connected to that main vine so i can still feed you what happens is it's when you stop being fed amen i.e. stop coming to church to hear the word of god stop reading the bible uh you become disconnected and the devil i, I told him this yesterday and i and on wednesday you you, you know you you, know, you worship what you feed the most amen so 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 if you if you if you're feeding that secular life and not your spiritual life that's where you that's what you're going to worship 
to most, amen, and that's what's going to grow the most, amen. So so we have to understand that. Uh, 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 in John 15, 7 and 8, Jesus does this. He clarifies what an abiding life looks like. It's not enough, he said. Uh, uh, it's not enough to attend church on Sunday, amen. Abiding life is one that moment by moment depends on the presence and the power of God. Moment by moment, your life depends on the presence and the power of God. I'm talking about from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you lay down. You have to, you have to, you, you have to be dependent on God. You have to know, you know, you don't know what's happening when you sleep. Because when you out, you don't know who trying to get into your house and God kept your doors locked. Amen. You you there sleeping and don't know what's going on. And with your so 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 it's important that 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 you you keep that connection moment by moment. Jesus said, join to me and let my teachings become part of you. That's in verse 7. In other words, develop an intimate fellowship with Christ and treasure God's word. That word intimate. Mama can't do it and that. That's your one-on, you know, intimate means your one-on-one with him. That's what he is looking for. So you have to attach yourself to Jesus and let his words reside in your heart and your mind. Amen. The kind of attachment points to a person's willingness to accept the authority of Jesus' teaching and command. The conclusion then is that an abiding life is an obedient one. An obedient life is one that prays for the things, and, and, and get this now, prays for the things that Pastor Stevens desire. No, 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 let me, let me, let me back that up. No, no, a, obedient life is, is one that prays for the things that Jesus desires. See, that request that Jesus would make to the Father. You see, sometimes we get it twisted, and, 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 and I love, I, I always talk about this, I love how Jesus put it in the Garden of Gethsemane. He had he had something he had to deal with. Amen. He 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 knew God had sent him for this sole purpose. So so when he went away by himself and he was praying, he said, uh, "Lord, look if you can basically take this uh, 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 take this from me and, and 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 find another way." But he said this in the end. He said, "But look look look, I, I know I'm asking you to do that, but just 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 let's listen here. If if you would, that's fine. But Thy will not." My will, and that's what I like. Uh, I love about it. He said, "It's." Uh, he always went back to whatever he said. He said, "Father, I know you can do this, and if you would, I'd be fine. But Thy will be done, not my will be done." Because a lot of times, you know, we want to thus say, uh, "Pastor Stevens," or "Thus say so and so," when, it, but but we leave out the the will of God. If it's it, listen, 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 Lord. If well, 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 you know, they trying to get rid of me on this job but if and if that's the case i love to stay here and i love the money but not thy will but your will be done because in order to open up this door i got to close that door but as long as i'm standing in the way i can't get that door closed so it's important that it's thy will be done it may not look good in the beginning that's that's what we have to understand but it's thy will be done amen so 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 it's important listen Jesus says, stay joined to me and my teachings become part of you. In verse 7, in other words, develop that intimate relationship with Christ and treasure God's word for yourself. I told him this too in, in, in Bible study. Don't piggyback on another person's faith. 
uh, 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 just because grandmama, you know, she saved and, and mama saved and everybody else. So I just, you know what, I think I'll, I'll, I think I'll just go to, you know, I, I go out there to, 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 to Texas and join up with T.D. Jakes or go out there and join up with Joel Osteen. And I, I think I can get in just by piggybacking on their faith. You got to have your own personal relationship with God. Amen. You have to attach yourself to Jesus and let his words reside in your heart in your mind. Amen. As long as we're connected to Jesus, we are connected to God. Amen. L- listen, listen, if you're not connected to Jesus, you, you definitely not going to be connected to God. So he said the only way to the father is what? Come on now. You, you got to be connected. So how do we keep the cord plugged into the socket by spending time in prayer, reading, obeying his word uh, uh, and follow and, and fellowshiping with uh, the people of God, you know, and, 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 and you know, that, that, that second one there, reading, obeying his word. I, I know that can be a hard one sometimes. You know, I was joking with the brothers yesterday. I said, them Ten Commandments can be a challenge. I said, if I can only do one through five, how about just discarding six through ten? Or if he would just let me do one, three, five, seven, and nine, all the uneven ones. And, and he keep the odd, I mean, the, the, uh, the, 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 um, the odd, and I do the uneven ones. Amen. But it doesn't work like that. When he says being obedient, you got to be obedient to all 10. Even in here in, in 15, Jesus says, you have to follow my, my commands. Amen. So here's the deal. When we stay connected to God and partner with him and accomplish his purpose in the world, he is honored and people see who he is more clearly. Sometimes my brothers and sisters, we are the only Christ that people will see. Now, what kind of fruit are you producing? They, they see you out there. They see you coming in and out of the sanctuary, and they see you praying. But when you get outside, what kind of fruit are you producing? They see you and go, well, isn't that the same person? I, I, don't, I don't want none of that Jesus stuff if it means being like that because I, I see him in the club more than me. I, he or she drink more alcohol than I do. Amen. So 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 a smoke. Come on now. All right. Let, let, We're going to just skirt on by that then. He, look, look, his purpose in the world, he is honored and people see who he is more clearly. He loves to give us success because it reveals his character. Amen. Since believers can bear fruit only by the power and presence of Jesus, doing so glorifies God. God was glorified in the earthly life of Jesus and God is glorified in the lives of believers who abide in him. Amen. Christians who are closely connected to naturally bear a spiritual fruit uh, uh, that lasts. They are also experienced a vibrant prayer life. So, so, so that's those who, who bear that, that, that spiritual fruit, that prayer life. And when God uh, answers because they ask in faith according to his will and not our, our will. You know, we get caught up too many times putting our will over his will. You see, Jesus, I love it because he did that. It was in verse uh, 42, and in in, 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 we talk about uh, 42 and 43 in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. And then he, he, he stops there, and then there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a semicolon, but he says, nevertheless. Isn't that something? He says, nevertheless, not my will, comma, but yours be done. Uh, and then, then, then in verse 43, it says, then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. Amen. See, when we say not my will, but thy will, he going to send you your help. Amen. He always has a ram in the bush for you. Amen. 
Second, Jesus tells us that if we want to stay connected with God, we must be willing to keep his commandments. And it talked about that verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. And then in verse 14, Jesus says that you are my friend if you do whatever I command you. Uh, now, this verse really explains uh, 15 and 10 in another way. Those who keep Jesus' commandments are called his friends. Don't you want to be called his friends? I, I, I don't know no other, no other person that I'd rather have me call his friends than Jesus himself. So those friends for whom he lays down uh, his life, verse 13. It, you have to keep uh, those uh, commandments. And third and final, in order to stay connected to the source, Jesus tells us is love. Verse 12, he says, this is my commandment. I, I, I love this, that you love one another as I have loved you. In verse 13, I, I, this, this is the catalyst of it all right here. This, this tells you where, where, whether or not you have that, that agape love. It says greater love. Let me, let me say that. Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down one's life for his friend. Amen. You are my friend if you do what it, Ever I command you. That's verse 14. Listen, Jesus knew that he would soon be leaving the disciples. He knew that he was leaving them in a world that was cruel, cold, calculating, and conniving. He knew that he was leaving them in a world that would continue to persecute, prosecute, and put, uh, put to death Christians solely because of the utterance of his name. Amen. Sound like uh, 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 ISIS 21st century. You know, see, there's no possible way to be spiritually healthy without a love relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, as Christians, we find ourselves facing some insurmountable obstacles, amen, some Mount Rushmore's of issues and problems and struggling. But as long as we are connected to the source, you see there is no mountain that he can't climb. There's no obstacles that he can't navigate and there's no problems that he can't solve. As long as we are connected uh, to the source, which is divine. What I like about Jesus is that not only did he talk about talking, but he walked the walk. Listen to what he did. He told the disciples in verse 13 when he talked about that greater love has no one than this than to lay down his life for his friend. After talking the talk, what did Jesus do? You see, 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 John, John leads us up to the crucifixion and the resurrection. You see, so, so he, he knew that he was, uh, headed to Calvary in the very words that he was speaking. He knew that he would be betrayed by the very one that said, I love you. Amen. He knew that he would be denied by the very one that said, I'm going to ride or die with you. And he knew that he would be, he would be doubted by the one that walked with him. He knew that he would be accused and found guilty by those who once were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. And now they were shouting, crucify, crucify. Amen. Uh, uh, but in spite of, of the lashings, in spite of the ridicule, in spite of the nails, in spite of the thorny crown while on the cross, he still L-O-B us. That means he still loved us. Do, 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 you, do, do you see, you see, do you, you know, he is, he, 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 over, over there's over 200 names in the, through, uh, 200 names throughout the Bible. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, he said I am, but he has over 200 names throughout the Bible. I just want to 
give you a couple of his names and the meaning behind them. See, because it's important to know what you're connected to, huh? You got to be connected through him to be connected to the Father. Some call him the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That means Jesus had dominion and authority over the earth and all the kings and rulers. They call him the light of the world. Jesus came into a world darkened by sin and shed the light of life. Amen. They call him the Prince of peace. Jesus came not to bring peace to the world as in the absence of war. I need you to get this because a lot of people get this confused when they say the prince of peace. They thought he was going to stop all wars, but that's not what he what, what that stands for. But peace between God and man. Amen. Somebody had to come out there and do that. See, we couldn't do it. That's what he did who was separated by sin. We could we, we was disconnected from God. So Jesus came to, to, to bridge that connection. You had to plug back into the sun in order to get the source amen y'all y'all got that y'all got to hear this now they call him the son of god jesus is the only begotten son the son of man i like this one the alpha and omega jesus declared himself to be the beginning and the end of all things amen a reference to uh no one but the true god amen this statement of eternal can only apply to god they called him emmanuel they called him i am a lord of all author and perfecter of our faith, bread of life, deliverer, good shepherd, high priest, lamb of God, mediator, rock, resurrection and life, savior, true vine. That's how it the true vine supplies all the branches uh, needed to produce the fruit and the way, the truth and the life. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm just glad that he is the true vine. Amen. They, they, they tell me that uh, uh, he could have easily, easily uh, 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 changed his mind on a lot of things. But you see, this is what a true vine does in a, in, in a vineyard. That true vine feeds the nutrients and things to the, to, 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 to the branches that are bearing good fruit. Now, we know, like I said, every now and then the vine dresser realized that the true vine, uh, those branches that branch off from the true vine, they may wither a little bit. So I got to go and I got to cut some things out. But but you can best assure during your season, when it's time for the grapes to grow, you're going to produce uh, uh, more more fruit. Amen. Amen. So, but I'm so thankful that he is the or Alpha and Omega, he, the beginning uh, and the end of all. Uh, 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 we got to stay connected to Jesus in order to uh, get to the Father. Amen. When we become, and it's okay once you be, if you come, you become disconnected as long as you know where to go back to get connected to. He, listen, listen. Uh, they tell me, they tell me that, uh, they, 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 they tell me that uh, uh, he was betrayed by uh, 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 Judas, amen, and 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 they told me that they, they took him to Calvary, uh, they call it Golgotha's Mountain, they took him up there and they hung him high, you, listen, this is this is the thing that he did, they, when they, 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 they lifted the cross up and the, the nails, everybody thought the nails were holding him, but it wasn't the nails that was holding him, in the end he said, it was nothing but the love of Jesus that was holding him down, and that's what I love of, about the Lord that we serve, Jesus, Jesus stayed on the cross, uh, not because of anything we did so special, but only because he LOV'd us, amen, because he loved us in spite of, I don't know about you, but they tell me as, as, he, as they hung him there and they stretched him wide on the cross uh, and they ridiculed him, an uh, uh, innocent man, he said, this is, this, is the, this is the catch right here, he said, Father, forgive them. Now, now you remember what John 3.16 said, for God so loved the world 
Well, well, look at here. His son so loved mankind that he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing right now. If they only knew who I truly was. So, so, so he said, but I'm going to do this thing. Going back to Gethsemane, he said, not thy will, not my will, but thy will be done. I'm so glad that his will that wasn't done, but God's will was done. Amen. We have to make sure and be connected. You're going to sometimes get connected. You're going to sometimes backslide, but it was the blood. It was the blood. It was the blood on Calvary's cross that continues to flow, not one time, not two times, but his blood continuously flow as long as you can reach out and get reconnected to the cross. Amen. 